are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, Tyler Dyes, Tom Pickenich. We have our predictions for Championship Sunday coming up in a little bit. We have Tom's NCAA rankings to get to. That's right. We have the NFL head coaching carousel finally starting to get some answers on where these head coaching candidates are going to end up. Had a few hirings here over the past couple of days. But let's start off with hockey in New York City, Madison Square Garden. The New York Rangers tonight retired the number of goaltender Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, he becomes the third Rangers goaltender to achieve that honor. Lundqvist never did win a Stanley Cup with the Rangers, but um, he did go from seventh over uh, seventh round pick to perennial All Star goalie. He leads all European born goaltenders in wins. Uh, just an absolutely amazing career, capped off with his number being retired at Madison Square Garden. It was a really good night in MSK from everything I've read and heard. Aside from the game, which is now 2-2, at the end of the day, there is a game still to play. It was a very emotional night from what I've heard. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of fans crying. A lot of tears were shed. And I've been to a couple, like, number of retirements. Like, I haven't seen, like, crying. There Was, was there crying at Brodors? No, not right? There was some, not I didn't, a lot. I didn't see a lot of it. Not like what I'm hearing at Madison Square Garden. They did a um, the Rangers in Instagram live earlier that I was watching, and Drury and Glenn Sather talked about Lundqvist. Yeah, it it was nice seeing Glenn Sather because um, they had a little like press conference before the ceremony, before they did their blue carpet, where they had uh, Lundqvist and Sather both at a podium talking. And you can tell Glenn say they're still like hold some emotions over not being able or not watching the Rangers build a team around Lundqvist, especially later in his career. It it's got to get to him a little bit, you know. You see that MSQ was doing the thirty days of Lundqvist. Well, I mean, they did that for Brodeur too. Yeah, I'm just surprised. Like, wow, there was a lot there. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Lundqvist was a great goaltender, but like. It's it's really a blemish on the resume that he didn't win. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I put it on Twitter. Is this the largest ceremony we've seen for a player who didn't win a championship? Let's say also put that in our uh, in our group chat. Yeah, because it's a pretty fair question to ask. I think this was a big ceremony. The lead up, everything. The quote in the group chat from. The man speaking right now from from Tony. Rangers fans act like this man moved heaven and earth while he disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah, say, well, I mean, listen, especially or maybe not as much as in round one and two, but I seem to remember being outdueled by a Quick. certain team from across the river in 2012. And I remember the LA Kings owning yeah. him every which way in 2014. So I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? I just call it like I see it. Winners win. Probably should have made the cup finals in 2015, too. Probably should have. He probably shouldn't have made it in 2014. Should I be the one to say that? I think you're right there. <laughs> yeah, because I do think you're right there. We all know Gary why. Price he doesn't went. get absolutely run over by Kreider, by, by right? Chris There's... Kreider. Yeah. The Rangers aren't going. Also, Kreider's leading the league in goals. Yeah, 31. He scored his 31st tonight. Yeah, this is the best season he's had in his like career. Yeah, makes no sense. It, it really makes no sense. It's a shame that it looks like the Rangers are gearing up for a deep run with how Shesterkin is playing and how the whole team is. Oh, it's just really unfortunate that Lundqvist isn't there. Well, they got Adam Fox on IR now. The way they built this roster, it's not sustainable. No, it's literally just resting on the shoulders of Igor Shesterkin on a nightly basis. And I'm telling you, if you play a team in a seven-game series and they figure out the goalie early, that's going to be the end of the series because they don't have the goal scoring to make up for it. If they do make a trade at the deadline, they're going to get a goal scorer, uh, probably a second-line winger, to maybe propel them forward a little bit. But they've been winning solely because of their power player and their goaltending. Nothing else, really. 
There's arguments Igor Shesterkin for the heart. Yeah, and I think if they, if they make the playoffs, which I'm pretty sure they will, he yeah. should definitely get some votes. Right now, the Rangers it's the are, player deemed most valuable to their team, and right that's Igor the, Shesterkin. Right now, the Rangers are first in the Metro. Yeah, and if Shesterkin's not playing the way he is, they'd probably be around fifth, sixth. If he's playing like an average goaltender, I think Shesterkin playing the way they ha- he has has netted them 12 points. If it was average goaltending, they'd be 12 points back from where they are right now. If the Rangers win tonight, they move up to first in the Metro. Pittsburgh is now first. Yeah, they got a point against Detroit. They lost in a shootout, though. The Rangers are the sixth best team in the league right now. 28-12-4 with a plus-20 goal differential. Just as everybody thought, these old guys are not going away yet. Crosby, Ovechkin, they're, they ain't done. But congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist Absolutely. for a successful National Hockey League career that will end uh, most likely at the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. You see there was another number retirement today? Yeah, Zubov. Yeah. <laughs> tough, tough to have the <laughs> schedule on the same night because it was completely overshadowed. I didn't know they were retiring his number until I saw Puck Report posted something. It's just the picture of Zubov's jersey in the locker. I'm like, oh, that's also tonight? They need Usually to you don't do jer- two of these in one night. They need to bring those jerseys back. They really do. It's those way better fun. than their victory green. Did anyone, did anyone see the banner for Zubov? No. It no. looks like uh, it looks like a knockoff of what the actual banner is supposed to look like. Does it really? Is it, is yeah, it, on, it doesn't. It doesn't look great. Is it on like the stars like Instagram? Yeah, I believe it is. Does it look what like too bright? I like. Uh, it was like all white. It just looked. It looked like it just looked like a really bad design. It's all white. It has the years on the bottom, and it has the old stars logo in the middle. But it's like it's just it's not great. Did they change up the design from their other retired jerseys? I don't know what their other retirement jerseys retired jerseys look like. Because I think that's where teams screw up the most when they change. Oh them. my, Tom, you are right. Yeah, that doesn't look great. Yeah. Where teams screw up the most is when they have a design for a jersey retirement banner and then they like change colors. So the colors on the retirement banner change as well. I the one that sticks out the most is uh the penguins. Oh, when they did um what's his face? Yeah. Well, they changed the muse up from the first time it got retired to the second time. But they have Briere's jersey retired. And that's blue. It's blue and white. And then you have Lemuse, which is black and gold. Reflecting of the time period. I know. but And it's so hard to look that far ahead because you're not expecting a team to completely change their color scheme. It doesn't happen often. But it would be nice if the banners looked <laughs> somewhat similar. I, I absolutely love that. You do? You're a fan? I am yeah. too. Wait, why is Briere's number retired? He was only there one year. I think, didn't he, did he die? He might have been done. Let me look. I don't know. Probably happens in L.A. with the Kings, too. It does um, happen in L.A. I did see that one. Yeah. Uh, I got to find it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Robitaille is different from Gretzky. Yeah, Briere died. In 1971, oh, 26th overall pick by the Penguins in 1969. I didn't know that. But, yeah, I, I know that that's different. I think Vancouver is different. They have how different the, colors. How the hell do the Penguins only have two retired numbers? Well, Yager hasn't officially retired yet. Well, I know Yager hasn't retired yet, but <laughs> you, can make, you can make the argument for, like, Larry Murphy – Ron Francis. Well, you gotta, they're going to get a few more here in the next 10 years. Yeah, Latang. Ron Francis is an interesting one. He should probably be retired. Uh, who was the goalie for the two oh. cups? Oh, in my the 90s? God. Tom Barrasso. You can make the argument Barrasso should be retired. Penguins in the Hall of Fame. Andy Bathgate, Leo Bolvin, Boyvin, sorry. Paul Coffey, Tim Horton, Jerome Ginla, Joe Mullen, Mark Recchi, Ron Francis, Marion Hosa, Mario Lemieux, Larry Murphy, Luke Robitaille. So you're going to get Yager. 
you're getting Crosby, you're getting, you're getting Crosby, Malkin, and Flurry. You might get Latang. You're gonna get Latang. Yeah, there's no might there. You're gonna get Chris Latang. Tom's probably in favor of retiring Matt Murray. Uh, what about Phil Kessel? I am in favor. No, nah, he didn't. Kessel. He didn't do enough there. I think he did enough. If he was the guy, like the number one guy on those teams, he was well, definitely. He was. I, you could one. definitely make the argument that without Phil never Kessel, the number one guy. <laughs> he was the number one guy the whole time. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, just just ahead of Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. My bad. A little bit. I mean, in the four years he was there, three, uh, two cups. Hey. In 533 games, Ron Francis had 613 points. So, yeah, I retire Ronnie Francis. I think that's enough. I wouldn't retire Kessel. Oh, and the Wild just scored to make it 3-2. Well, you there's, don't an argument, there's an argument here for Kevin Stevens. Yeah. 555 points in 522 games. Phil Kessel had 303 points in 528 games with the Penguins. That's not retirement level. <laughs> Chris Kunitz is ninth in Penguins history in goals. He's got three cups there, doesn't he? Uh, he has... Yeah. Chris he has Kunitz's number Chris Kunitz's number should so be retired because he has one of the greatest moments in Penguins history. I think if you, re- if you win three oh, yeah. cups with a franchise, your number should be retired. Cough, cough, Sergey Breland. Yeah. Like... That seems like there's certain minimums. Like, if you retire as your franchise's all-time leader in, like, points, you should probably have your number retired. Here's an interesting one. Matt Murray is third in Penguins wins all-time. That's terrible. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be. Tristan Jari. Back-to-back already... Stanley Cups as a goaltender might be grounds to get your number retired. Tristan Jari is one season away from being in the top five. They won't do it. They won't retire Murray, but. Hey, hey Tone. What? I hate to poke a hole in your Sergey Breland argument, but if his number gets retired, then Phil Kessel's definitely should be. Why? Because in four years, he won two cups and had 303 points. In 13 years with the Devils, Sergey Breland only had 308. How many years? 13? Yes. Retire <laughs> the man's number. Three cups. All right, so retire two Phil cups. No, no. The cup every two years. Imagine if they retired Kessel's number in Toronto. I'm trying to think of a place where you could retire Phil Kessel's number. I just don't think there is one. Pittsburgh is the only or realistic one. Coyotes. Yeah, just put it at the uh, the Tempe at the, yeah, at the, at the arena. <laughs> glorified practice facility that could be, be hilarious. At. You just see Phil Kessel's jersey up in the the rafters. That'd be great <laughs> with all the college shit. Yeah, the Phil, they the move Phil to a Kessel real arena. They leave they the just, banner there. They just leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> they don't even bring it with them. It stays in those rafters. There's not many players around the league where you look at them and be like, they're going to like definitely get their number retired. All the Stanley Cup champions of the past couple of years have won. I think the St. Louis Blues do, now that I think about it. Uh, O'Reilly or Petrangelo? Probably O'Reilly because he stuck around. Or Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Petrangelo might. Petrangelo was there a very long time. Zach, what did you say? What about TJ Oshie? Isn't he still there? Yeah. Uh, Oshie's uh, in Washington. He's in Washington. Washington now. But I think... He probably could retire. I think Washington could retire Oshie's. Washington's definitely got two, maybe three. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely got Ovechkin. Yeah, Ovechkin and Baxter, definitely. Baxter, yeah. I know... Carlson, you can make an argument. Carlson's on his way. He's there another six years. He's going to get his number retired. I know for... Who would you retire on the Devils right now? Nobody? Hopefully I would. Nobody? Not a single player on the Devils roster. Nobody right now, yeah. Yeah. There's Maybe some teams that have there, – there's more teams that have nobody that have somebody. Do you want to go through – do you want to go through some teams real quick? Yeah, pick, what, pick up the divisions. We'll go team want, by team. Wait, wait, I want to go back to the Blues real quick just before because I think even though I know it won't happen, I think Bennington's already done enough. If he gets one more, no. he's – yeah. I think Bennington's done enough solely because of when he came in, he literally turned the franchise around. All right, Tony, this is going to be a tough one. First one, Calgary. No. No? No. Nope. Wait, wait, wait. Should we look at it as there are players coming into the future as well? No, as of right just, now, is there anybody yeah. you can definitely say is going to get their number retired? Nope. In no. the next few years? Next one is easy. Your closest player probably is Johnny Gaudreau. And he might be gone. Yeah, he'd have to sign a contract extension and win a cup. Uh, next one's easy, Edmonton. 
Say it's easy. You you tell. I mean, listen. As Edmonton, do you retire McDavid's number? I mean, no. You've got two fingers up, Eric. You're saying probably <laughs> that they're not like. You're saying McDavid and Drysaitel, right? Correct. Drysaitel's won MVP. I understand. Yeah, but so is did that Taylor Hall. Get... But they got to win something. I know they have to win. Yeah. something. <laughs> like, and I have to win something. McDavid just happen. has to stick around for an eternity. This is the same franchise that brought us Wayne Gretzky. Like you can't. Yeah, be there's a certain a bar. Really, yeah, you can't be a really good player and not bring anything back and get your number retired. That's just not how it's going to work. Also, that I don't, I don't that think that's really fair. Hurt him so much. Is in there. How is that not I mean, fair? Wayne Gretzky also had Mark Messier and Paul Coffey and that's Grant. Nice. Uh, how do you say his name? Fear Grant Fear Fear and okay. Yari Curry. David and Yari Curry. Great. And um, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, which is fine. But then after that, they have no defenseman like Paul Coffey, and their goalie is um, – I don't even know who their goalie is now. All right, Tom, I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to say that Gretzky made those guys. Okay, that's did. just not true because Gretzky left, that's... and then they won a cup that year. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, no, no. That, your argument also, loses. Mark Messier then went to another team and got them a Stanley Cup. Yeah. No, Mark Also, Messier then Paul great. Coffey left, and then he went to, like, another Stanley Cup. He went to another Pittsburgh. two, didn't he? Yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait! Didn't he go? He went to more. He was on Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Coffey just went around and racked them up. But Edmonton, oh. I would say McDavid and Drysdale are your best shot. Uh, but if they win a Stanley Cup, they're going to be like retiring Mike Smith's number and shit. So I'm such a fan. That's true. Who's next? Uh, Montreal is next. Carey Price. Price. Price won them something that they haven't won before. Yeah. What about uh, conference championship? What about Shea Weber? Championship. Shea Weber's close. I I just don't. Weber's in Nashville. Is he? We're a long time removed from that. I know. All right. Next. Definitely Carey Price. Carey Price. Uh, uh, Wait, what was that one? Montreal, right? Ottawa. No. What is this order? No. We're doing all the Canadian teams first. So Ottawa I have doesn't have one. The picture of last year's standings. Uh, standings. Oh, okay. It is fine. Yeah. Ottawa doesn't have one. Although Jason Spetz's number is going to get retired up there when he finally fucking retires. Eric Carlson probably too. Yeah. <laughs> they have players on other teams. Yeah. All right. Toronto. Next. Toronto. Yeah. Again, it's the same thing. It's same the same exact thing as Edmonton. Great players. You got to win something. By the way, if yeah. you want to go back to Ottawa, Chris Neal and Chris Phillips have their numbers retired. Yeah, the bar's pretty low there. <laughs> Longevity gets those numbers retired. Who's, right. uh, so Toronto, it's the same boat as Edmonton. Nobody yep. right now. Yep. Uh, Vancouver. Nope. Nope. The, well, maybe, are we only considering people that are on the – the, right, Who else do you say? Currently, well uh, – Because Luongo's uh, getting that recapture. Didn't the did the twins get their numbers retired yet? Yes. Yeah. Last oh, okay. year. Yeah. That was wait. that was it then. Uh, after that, then I don't know. I think Edler. Wait, get it. Yeah, Alex Edler. Fans. Tom Tom said Edler. Edler's on the team anymore. I know, but he's in the league. Oh yeah. So when he retires, he'll probably get his number retired. They're forever. Literally forever. <laughs> uh, who's next? The uh, final Canadian team, Winnipeg. No. <laughs> no. That was very quick. Wheeler? You could argue Hellebuck. You could. But Wheeler's been there forever. I'd honestly be shocked if they don't retire Bufflin's. Yeah, I think Bufflin's on his way. What did Bufflin do there? He was there forever. It's Long- a longevity one. Longevity's rewarded. Yeah. With number of retirements. But Blake Wheeler's their captain and... Should have yeah. went to the cup that one year. Yeah, but they didn't. Okay. All right. Who's next, Zach? We're on the West. Uh, Anaheim. Getzlov. Getzlov. Perry, but he's Perry not there will. right now. Um. Uh. How long was uh Ryan Miller there? No, he was a backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, John Gibson. On his way. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Still not bad. Still not bad. Arizona. 
Still some no, guys no. left from that 07 Cup. That's why. Arizona now. There See is ya. somebody, I think, in the league, though. Who? Mike Smith. Oh, Best yeah. goalie in Coyotes history? Damn. Mike Smith gave it his all for a team that's not going to be there in five years. That sucks. <laughs> like, Mike Smith played his heart out. He was an all-star some years because they had nobody else. That's Hall of Fame material considering he was on Arizona. Was he top five in Vezina a couple years? Yeah. That's very impressive. Against Detroit? <laughs> All right, who's next? Colorado. Um, Same situation as uh, Oilers yeah. and Leafs. Yeah. But Landis Cog's way on his way. And McKinnon's probably getting there. Yeah. They gotta and get if you're going to retire, if they win a cup, if you're going to retire those two, Rantanen too. And Cal McCarr. But again, same thing as Toronto and Edmonton. Got to win something. You're doing Kale McCarr early. Yeah, that kid's special. Why don't you like Binnington for St. Louis? Goalies are different. Go- you might give it to Binnington. You might give it to Colorado. Also, Binnington's like much older than Kale McCarr. Yeah. I don't care. He did more than Kale McCarr. Yes, but Kale McCarr has got. But everybody's shooting that Kale McCarr will be the defenseman of a generation. I don't care that he will be. I want to see him actually do it first. He's on his way. On the current career trajectory, Kale McCarr ends up with his number retired. I do not care about trajectory. That's what all this is about. I need to see it. (laughs) All right, who's next? Bennington's done Uh, enough already. There should be an obvious one here, Los Angeles. uh, Kopitar. Brown. Brown. Kopitar, Quick, Brown, Dowdy. Yeah. Yeah, four. And then we jump to Minnesota. Well, Alec Martinez. Yeah, that one. That's yeah. the guy who scored that goal. Way right? too many big goals not to be up there for that goal. Well, and he did it in the Western yeah. Conference Final. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, Mr. Game Seven. Okay, that's not Alf Martinez. Oh, who is that? Justin Williams. Williams. Maybe. He's an afterthought. Minnesota. Minnesota's the next one. Yeah, it's they got uh, Koivu, right? Koivu's already retired, I think. Zach Parise. Retires number already. Zach Parise is not there, Zach. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. He was there for a while. Yeah, he didn't do enough. Yeah. Suter and Parise, like the they contract won, like, they signed, if they would have completed it, basically had number retirement. They won like limited. two playoff series. Yeah, no, they have nobody. Kaprizov on his way, but again, Edmonton, Colorado, Toronto. Next, uh, San Jose, Thornton. Thornton's, yeah, Thornton's not there, there Marlo, but yeah, Thornton, Brent definitely. Burns. Marlowe, Burns, Couture's probably on his way there. Pavelski's Pavelski. probably on his way there. Do they retire of getting to Bakovs? Okay, now I don't think they did. That sucks. I love them getting to Bakov. Martin Jones was there forever. Yeah, we didn't do anything. Neither did anyone else. <laughs> it's facts. <laughs> it's not wrong. San Jose syndrome. Vlasic, just on longevity. Uh, San Jose retired numbers. Evander Kane. The Sharks have no retired numbers. Okay, they're going to get a wave. They're going to get a big wave. And all those players that we just talked about were captain at one point of another, it seems like. You mentioned Jumbo Joe, right? Yep. Okay. Who's next? St. Louis. Bennington. Uh, Bennington. Bennington, Petrangelo, O'Reilly. Wow. I think the one definite is Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Yeah. Next. Uh, Vegas. Flurry. That's in the that's in the wind. Uh, something can't do that. If he's, I'd say Flurry. Pittsburgh though. Why he not? Retired on two teams. The yeah. number really. Yeah. They retired Gretzky's on every team. Peter Myers retired on two that's teams. Different. Well, before that, they retired him on like three teams. Wow. <laughs> Gretzky's retired in St. Louis. He was there for like six months. Christian <laughs> Holm? Yeah, man. Oh. All right. Rising, right? Trish, yeah. turn off your pager or whatever right, who's, it is, or else I'm going to tell people your address. Now we go to the Central from last year's divisions, uh, Carolina. Did they retire Cam Ward's number? No, but it's no, coming. They're going to. All right, for a goalie, it might have to be you just have to win a cup. Yeah. Unless it's, of course, like the Rangers or something. They might well, retire Jordan Stalls. They're going to retire Eric and Jordan Stalls. 
think depending on the team, it might have to be more than one cup. Yeah, it depends, I think, a lot on your history. If you're like a perennial cup champion, one cup might not do it, which is why I'm surprised Barrasso is not retired in Pittsburgh. But the only one they've retired is Lemieux. Wait, if we think of it, if we think of it like that, then doesn't that put Carey Price into like massive doubt? Yeah, but Price is different because it's very well known. He never had the team around him, had the heart, blah, 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 all that. So did Jose Theodore, though. Yeah, but not to Price's level. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> that was that was just like one year. But yeah, Carolina's going to retire Cam Ward. I think they retire Eric and Jordan Stahl. Eric Stahl was captain there like forever. Justin Williams should probably get retired. He had that huge playoff. Game seven. In, uh, in 06. Who's next? Gago. Easy one. Kane, Taves. Yeah, Kane, Taves, Seabrook. Crawford, Keith. Keith, Crawford. Sharp. Sharp. Crawford might oh, be coming soon. I thought Sharp would have been done by now. Anti Niemi. No. He won a cup. <laughs> I know he did. You you literally just said all you got to do is win a cup as a goalie. They have an illustrious history. We're not- no, they don't. This is the same team that employed Dominic Hasek and uh, many- Corey Crawford. You want to put? How many cups do they have? Eight. A lot. Eight isn't really a lot. Yeah, no. For how long they've been around, eight's really not a lot. Uh, Anthony Emmy, I'm putting him up. There. Anybody else? I think that's it. It's a good wave. Hosa, Hosa. Yeah, Hosa. Yeah, that's a good wave. Case to be made for Andrew Shaw, but he's like he's got the Sergey Breland effect. Does Dustin Bufflin cut it? No, neither does okay. Andrew Ladd. L. Next, Columbus. Just Rick Nash. Didn't they do that already? They're doing Rick Nash's layer this year. Yeah, that's it. Steve Mason. <laughs> RJ Umberger. Yes. Go. <laughs> Jacob Voracek while well, I got it, but no, I don't think anybody right now. Varensky can if if Varensky stays there his whole career, maybe, but I don't he's not gonna. Seth Jones was probably the closest, but he gone. Next. Does yeah. winning uh like listen, hey, wait, before we move on, I know you said having a great history accounts or something. Well, since Columbus has done nothing and that one team won that playoff series, I think it's fair that we we retire like Panarin and Duchesne. Cam Atkinson? Yeah, that's like that's like their Stanley Cup. That one round would like sweep against the Lightning. That made no sense. Rostislav Klesla. Dallas Stars is next. Uh, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't retire Bishops, unfortunately. I know. Yeah, I really want to, but I can't. I, lo- I love Ben Bishop. Next. No, you hate Ben Bishop. No, I like Ben Bishop. You blame him for losing the Stanley Cup final that one year. Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Detroit Red Wings. Isn't there one guy still hanging around from the Stanley Cup win? <laughs> no, Darren Helm's gone. Oh. Darren Helm's gone, and Dan Cleary's in the front office. Darren oh, Helm's yeah. in Colorado. <laughs> so no. Okay, never mind. Zetterberg retired yet? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isn't he on long-term IR for like the Sharks right now? No, no, he's still long-term IR on Detroit, mm-hmm. where he was made. But yeah. no, nobody on there right now. He's still playing with them, technically. No, because no, he's IR. Why did the Blues retire Pronger's number? Yeah, I was just gonna say that for St. Louis, they retired that earlier this year. He won the. Yeah. Arizona should do that for all the long-term IR relief they got out of it. All right, because who's next? Next Dotsu. is Dotsu. definitely on the docket there. Florida Panthers. Real quick with Detroit, they haven't retired Sergey Fedorov's number. I don't think so. No, like that That should be at the top of the list. That should be above Dotsu. Who's next, Zach? Florida Panthers. On I'm the really roster right now? Retired. I'd say no. They got to win something. Yep. Sergey. They're a Stanley Cup away from Ekblad, Barkov, Uberdo, Bobrovsky. Hell, Bobrovsky. All Bobrovsky might have to do is win him a playoff series. Yeah, that might be enough. Who are they retired? They got Bobby Lou retired. Bobby Lou. You want me to look it up? Burray. Uh, they might have Burray. They should. Van right, Beesbrook should be retired. Is that one Stanley Cup run? 
that one Stanley Cup run is the only thing they have. That's true. I forgot it's not called the BB&T Center anymore. They've retired two numbers. Number 93. Uh, for their owner? Bill Torrey. No. Number 37, numbers. 2018. Wayne for... Weisinger, Roberto Luongo, Bill Torrey. Oh, see, then Google's telling me the wrong thing. It's only telling me two. Well, they just did Luongo recently. Okay. Gino and Barkov are the two top scorers in yeah. team. They retired Islanders legend Roberto Luongo's number. Steven Weiss is fourth in team score. All right, who's next? Uh, Nashville. You said Weber, Roman Yossi, maybe. Pekka. If they would have won that cup, they would have a boatload. Mm-hmm. Pecorine. No, nah, I don't think they retired anybody. Yet. If they would have won that cup, it would be Rene, PK, Yossi, everybody. They're they're retiring Rene's number on February 24th. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so Rene. All right, next. Uh, next Roman Yossi's probably the closest. Is Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got a lot. You got a lot. You got at least three. Probably more. I, I say you got at least four. You got at least four. I think you hey, have four team? layups. Stammer, Hedman, Cooch, Vassy. Yep. And I'd throw McDonough in there. Um, they only have two retired numbers. Yeah, right? they got St. Louis and LeCalvier. Yeah. If they win one more cup, you're going to get Palat and Kalorn. You're going to. And if you get Palat, you probably got to throw Tyler Johnson up there. Well, Wait, if you he's not there for the third round, you have to. Was Braden Point said? No, but he's on his way. Yeah, he's he's, I think he's up there now. He might be. He had two incredible playoffs. Yeah, he probably deserved the Consmite consideration two straight years. Tampa Bay's probably got the highest along with LA. Yeah, they could have up to eight right now. Mm-hmm. Eight, nine. Who's next? Boston. Boston's got a lot. Yeah. Boston's got to be up there. Bergeron. Marshawn. Marshawn. Bergeron. Chara. Chara. Lucic. Yeah. Yeah. Sagan? No. 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 Okay. no. <laughs> Why not? He won a cup. Bill Kessel. Okay. Yes. Bill Kessel. Uh, Tuka Rask is probably up there. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know you didn't like that egg. one. Is Krejci. Krejci's up there. Is Tim Thomas Tim, up there? I say Tim Thomas gets up there. Okay. Well, wait. No. Tim, hey, don't slander Tim Thomas. <laughs> Tim Thomas has like two Vesnas and a Stanley Cup, so I don't want to hear it. Took that to heart. I did take that to heart. We put Tukarask out there, and no one takes a second look. And but God forbid we mention Tim Thomas. All right, Tim who's next? Thomas let's fly through the rest. Of let's fly through. Yeah, this one's a fun one. Uh, Buffalo Sabers. No one. No. Uh, Back on Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Yeah. Jeff Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Skinner's agent. He's gonna have fifty. Po- he's gonna have fifty points this year. He he's on pace for a thirty goal season. Yeah. How many points does Jeff Skinner have? Um, twenty eight, twenty nine. Dude, he's like nine yeah. million dollars a year. <laughs> uh, Kyle Oposo. Okay, next. Devils. Nope. nope. Next. next. Islanders. Your closest was Green and Zajac, and they weren't I even that close. Just about to say Green or Zajac. They weren't even Isle- that close. Islanders, I'm going to go no. Your closest is Matt Martin, but they got to win something. How long's Anders Lee been there? Lee's going to be there a while. Lee might have it by the end of his career. Yeah. I think if he He's just going to be captain for like 10 years. If he just sticks around a, like a decent amount of time, like not even his whole career, <laughs> if he just sticks around a little bit, they'll give it to him just because it's like of uh, – it's just being loyal to the team yeah. because John Tavares wasn't. Lee's going to be there when they're bad in three years and just when they're getting good again in five or like six. Lee will still be there. Who's next? Rangers. That's another uh, you got to win something. What? No, it's uh, yeah. Kreider. Kreider's close, but you got to win close. something. Kreider's the closest. I don't know. And probably Panarin, Zabanajad, but they fall on the win something. Next? Uh, Philadelphia, Flyers. Giroux. Claude Giroux's getting his number up there. Yeah. James Van Riemsdyk. Nope. Nope. Kind of hot. 
Why does no one like James Van Reems like? He's been there for a while, except that one time when he wasn't there. But he's been there for a while. I'm yeah. <laughs> Who's next? He's making seven mil. Uh, Penguins. Already did Pittsburgh again. Yager, Crosby. Yeah, <laughs> we did Washington's the last one. Hey, okay. wait. Genuine question: Who do you think? Uh, whose numbers going up first, Yager or Crosby? Because it's gonna look weird if it goes like you know, like uh, Lemieux then Crosby. It's then gonna Yager. it's gonna be Yager's first. Okay. Well, we say that, but he's literally still playing because if he retires, his team folds in the Czech Republic. <laughs> like, it's a weird situation. It's, 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 it's a crazy situation. I was one last thing, hockey, before I moved to football. I was watching a video the other day from the NHL 100. Um, when they had the All-Star game in 2017, they lined up 22 legends to drop the puck. And one of the legends was just Yarmir Yager there in his Panthers jersey. Because he was still playing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's awesome. All right. Football. Coaching carousel. Three teams. Three teams. Brian Dable, head coach of the New York Giants. I got my mm-hmm. man. Uh, Eberfluss, right? Is that his name? Matt Eberfluss, coach of the Chicago Bears. And the third is um, Nathaniel Hackett for the uh, Broncos. And uh, he said, quote, he is now the sexiest head coach ahead of Matt LaFleur in his introductory press conference. Hell of a move. Um, We got that. It looks like Brian Dable, not Brian Dable, Brian Flores, New Orleans. Yeah. Because steam is picking up that Josh McCown is going to be the head coach (laughs) of the Houston Texans. I've heard Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. Yeah, I've heard that too. There's also potential rumors about McDaniels getting full autonomy getting thrown around. And then oh, I don't like that. And then I've Miami's heard, uh, between who? Fangio and Miami is between Miami. I've heard Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph, that was I confused him with Fangio. Jackson, I want to spend a little bit of time on Jacksonville. And the offensive line, uh, the offensive coordinator for uh, San Fran is also in Mike McDaniel. Miami job. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. So Jacksonville, what's going on in Jacksonville? Wednesday, not long after we stopped recording. This is a rare situation. They were set to name Byron Leftwich head coach. And then Thursday, yesterday, came around. They said, whoa, 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 stop the press. Byron Leftwich is not head coach yet. We want to do more interviews. Of course. And that could be a direct order from general manager. So, So there is a private plane set to fly from Denver to Jacksonville. So we all assumed oh, that's Nathaniel Hackett. Well, on Thursday morning, Nathaniel Hackett was named the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Before he could leave. Before he could leave. However, there was still a plane flying to Jacksonville. And Tony, who was on that plane? I'm not quite sure. Vic Fangio. Oh, dude, that can't be the guy. So Vic, so apparently... Byron Leftwich will only become the head coach in Jacksonville if Adrian Wilson of the Cardinals is named the new general manager. Because Trent Baalke will not coexist with And, and Baalke doesn't Leftwich. want to resign. So now they're looking at other alternatives, hence why you're seeing names like Bill O'Brien, Vic Fangio. They and let me have- tell you, if I'm Trevor Lawrence yeah. and they hire Vic Fangio, the first thing I'm saying is get me the hell out of here. Or O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, a little better, still not great, but not Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio is a loyal supporter of Trent Baalke, by the way. Of course. Why would Baalke bring in anybody different? I think it'll end up being Leftwich, and they get rid of Baalke. It should be. It, t- it totally should be. The fact that it's Friday, Friday night at 1039, and we're having this discussion is a problem. But the slowest coaching carousel in NFL history really seems to be picking up here. And you and I talked about this last night, Eric. Eric Bieniemy is not going to be named a head coach no. this cycle. Um, he is not. And from Minnesota, because I know there's people out there in Minnesota. Um, hi, I'm in pain too. Um, the four names I'm looking at, Niners defensive coordinator, Domingo Ryans. Niners offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel. Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, and Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Harbaugh. Those are the final four in Minnesota. You want Harbaugh? 
He can get me. Super I've Bowl. also heard uh, Harbaugh might be going to the Raiders. Yeah, but Steam yeah, has picked up in the last day. Josh McDaniels. That Josh McDaniels is going to be the guy. Apparently, if Josh McDaniels okay. is offered the job, he's going to take it. Yeah. But that's currently where we stand. I mean, um, I feel like team-wise, they they are the best put together team out of all the ones that need. Yeah, but if you give if you give Josh McDaniels the full reins, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Josh also, McDaniels is not GM. He's I don't think he's head coach material. He's definitely not GM material. Tony Tony and I were talking about this the other day. I hate it because my team did this, and the Giants did this, and the Raiders are doing this now. I hate it when teams interview head coaches before they name a general manager. Yeah, absolutely hate it. Yeah, Dan Quinn returned to Dallas as well. Oh, Kellen Moore is the other finalist in Miami. That's it. Um, but we're finally well, getting some names leaked, and by Tuesday, I think you see a bunch of those names. Yeah, get locked up. I All think right. you only see like one or two more openings by like Monday. And it wouldn't shock me if New Orleans is one. Yeah, and Jacksonville, I think. Exactly. I, that Jacksonville situation. That's a, yeah, it's a mess. Um, real quick with Brian Dable, newest head coach in the New York Giants. Um, he is putting in a considerable effort to bring Ken Dorsey to New York. Ken Dorsey, the uh, quarterback's coach for the Buffalo Bills, as the wants to bring him in as the offensive coordinator. He will choose between Buffalo and New York. And from what I've heard, New York's pitch is going to involve a ton of money. Money, money, money. <laughs> a lot of it. Also, that's good. I mean, it's a New York sports team. Also, yeah. Matt Everfliss of the Bears hired Rich Bisacci as the team's special teams coach. Which sucks, because I think he really should have gotten the job in Las Vegas. He did such a good job after the Gruden mess with the Henry Ruggs mess. He righted that ship and brought him to the playoffs, and he gets absolutely nothing to show for it. I would kill to have him as my special teams coach. The Bears, man, they, they lucked out. They really did. That's a great hire. Not a fan of the head coaching hire, but all their other moves so far are are phenomenal. Tom and I were talking earlier because Joe Judge and Brian Dable are friends. That was actually Joe Judge's first pick for offense coordinator until the team told him it's going to be Jason Garrett. Imagine Joe Judge wouldn't do it because the second he takes a job, that pay from the Giants from the contract stops. Imagine Dable hired, hired Judge with the Giants as their special teams coordinator. <laughs> Even though special teams is absolutely atrocious under him this year. I saw the Giants gave Lou Amarano an interview. Yeah, it was just another uh, a feeler. He, he didn't make it to, he didn't make it to he round might, two. He might be a head coach uh, one day. He, like, yeah, he definitely will. He's good. I like him. He definitely will. And it looks like the Giants for defense coordinator between Martindale and bringing back Patrick Graham for another year. I've heard Patrick Graham. My yeah, bet. Graham and Dable work together in. I've heard uh, Martindale to Seattle. England. I've heard him link to Seattle. Paul Task fixing that defense. Let me tell you. Yeah, but he can do it. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope he can. There's anybody that can fix that defense at ten. Yeah. But that's where we currently stand with the NFL head coaches. Tom, are you here? I am. You have your rankings. I do. You're doing. 100 to 81, am I right? That is correct. The Rangers just scored with a second left, but they're waving it off. Crazy stuff. Uh, So, Tom, what is 100? Tom, before we go, we have a live Magic Johnson tweet. Oh, is this about the Lakers' comeback win against the Russell Westbrook played his best game as a Laker in a Lakers uniform, ended with 35 points, five assists, and four rebounds. He played under control throughout the game and only had one turnover. Thank you. Thank you, Magic. Very cool. Russ is back. Little, he just gave us stats. Uh, although the shorthanded Lakers lost 117 to 114 to the Hornets, they played hard, fought the Hornets to the end, and gave themselves a chance to win at the end. He's just regurgitating stuff so that we already Lakers, know. So the Lakers lost. Mm. All right. What's, uh, what's your rankings, Thomas? All right, we got 100, Virginia, 6-6, six and six, fourth in the ACC Coastal Atlantic Coast. We got 99, Tulsa, 7-6, and six, fifth in the American Athletic Conference. We got 98, Marshall, 7-6, and six, second in CUSA East Conference USA. 97, Illinois, 5-7, and seven, fifth in uh, Big Ten West. 96, Texas Tech, 7-6, and six, ninth in Big 12. 
95 South Dakota State, 7 and 5, 5th in Missouri Valley. That's an FCS school. 94 Middle Tennessee, 7 and 6, 4th in CUSA East, Conference USA. 93 West Virginia, 6 and 7, 6 in the Big 12. 92 Old Dominion, 6 and 7, 3rd in CUSA East, Conference USA. 91 SC State, 7 and 6, 5th in the SEC East. 90 Penn State, 7 and 6, 4th in Big 10 East, Big 10. 89 UTEP, 7 and 6, 4th in the CUSA West Conference USA. 88 Rutgers, 5 and 8, 6 in Big 10 East. 87 Washington, 7 and 6, 7th in Pac 12 North. 86 Louisville, 6 and 7, 4th in the ACC Atlantic. 85 Maryland, 7 and 6, 5th in the Big 10 East. 84 Eastern Michigan, 7 and 6, 5th in Mac West. 83 Missouri, 6 and 7 in the SEC. They were in the SEC East. I don't have the ranking. I don't know what it is. 82 Wyoming, 7 and 6, 4th in Mountain West Mountain. Stupidest thing in uh, college football. <laughs> and we got 81 Mississippi State, 7 and 6 in the SEC West. Um, that is the greatest division in college football. I don't know. No, it is not. We're going to have this conversation again. With the two conferences, Mountain and West, is the greatest thing ever. We're going to have terrible conversation again. It's fantastic. It's terrible. Tom, you called, can say what They called no goal on that Rangers. Yeah, because uh, the Rangers for it, I believe it was Strom, pushed Talbot's pad deep into the net, and then it was poked away and in where that pad would have there been. There is stuff on the ice. It's a good call. Uh, also, the Stars are getting shit-rocked on Sergei Zubov retirement night. It'll be 0-2 on retirement nights for the home teams tonight. Who would have thought? The Stars are down, not how that goes. The Stars are down 5 nothing at the end of two. Mm. Mm. Tough. All right, we need to make our predictions for the championship Sunday. Just as everybody predicted. Are you going to write all this on the table? I will. That's why I need all of you to write it down and text it to me. Okay. Just as everybody predicted, it's Rams Niners. Yep. And Chiefs Bengals. Zach, do you have the lines up? I'm going to the app right now. Okay. I know Bengals are plus seven. A touchdown seems fair. And the over-under was 54 and a half as of this evening. Yeah. Bengals plus a hundred at plus seven, and the 49ers plus three and a half. Rams minus three and a half, obviously. So it's Rams three and a half, and over under is 46. Uh, four, 54 and a half for the Bengals, Chiefs, and 46 for the 49ers, Rams. And that's from DraftKings, correct? Yes. What yeah, is the exactly. first of the two games? Bengals Sunday at three o'clock against the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Did you see that uh, Joe Burrow's getting some uh, heat on the internet because he said that uh, SEC uh, or I forgot what stadiums, but he said some college stadiums. SEC stadiums are louder than than NFL stadiums. We were, we were talking about this last episode. No shit. Yeah. There's there 40,000 more people at an SEC stadium. <laughs> we talked about it, but he didn't say this before. But like, it's definitely louder. No shit. There's more people. It's just going to be loud. like, that's how it works. No. You have more people. So upset about Adam about it, saying that it's not true, but it is. It's, why, why would that be true? No idea. People are stupid. We not understand how sound works. Yeah. Hmm. I guess. It's not. Just terrible. All right. I see Trish's batshit prediction score-wise. So I want to start with him. Trish has the overhitting. Yeah, I do. Trish says double that over. <laughs> I'll go for that. That's a more intriguing number. Do you not like my uh, my my score? That's because that's something else. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, we saw... The Chiefs have defense, yes, but does the defense actually do anything most of the time? It seems like no, because Josh Allen tore him up last week. Uh, I do think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Uh, I do think they're going to win by a score of 50 to 45. 
because I think this game is just going to be all on the quarterbacks. Who can sling it the best? And I think Mahomes has the edge over Burrow only because of experience and years in the league. I think Joe Burrow is a rising star, and I think he's going to do great. Okay. But you don't want to have him beating the Chiefs. Yeah. No. I think he's going to do great in the game, but I don't think he's going to win. Okay. He doesn't have an O-line. It's, you know, you can't get sacked 11 times and win the AFC championship. Well, you can win the divisional round, so why can't you win the AFC championship? Because it's a different game. It's, it's not. Really not. Oh, that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same game, Trish. Joe Burrow's, Joe Burrow's already won two playoff games this year. He went to Tennessee and beat the number one seed. Yep. Yeah, but Tennessee was the biggest fraud, fraud one team. Oh, here we go. I've ever seen in my here life. we go. You <laughs> said it. Tom, what do you say? He's wrong. Okay. That's, that's completely correct. I'll make the argument they weren't even the biggest fraud number one seed of this playoff, but they were still a fraud number one seed. Who do you they think were not the a fraud one? number uh, one. I don't know. The Packers who put up 10 points at home. Yeah, listen, I don't know what the fuck happened to Aaron Rodgers, but they earned that one seed and then just blew up in the playoffs. Tennessee didn't? No, well. Tennessee finished better than, like, at least two of the top teams in the entire National Football League in the Bills. You lost to the Jets. Okay. So did the Bengals. No, I understand. The Packers lost to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Bengals were pissing me off this year. Okay, that's what kept it is. Losing, kept losing games. That's that what it is. That I bet them on. That's what it is. The truth I is pick them. Listen, I want the Bengals to win in the worst way. You have no idea. I love Joe Burrow. I love everything going on there. I heard a guy call into the fan today from Cincinnati. Boomer wanted to answer the call because he still loves the Cincinnati fans. They pick up. This guy just starts plugging a nickname he gave Joe Burrow. What what nickname? Jackpot Joe. He didn't give that to him. <laughs> yes, he did. No, he, he didn't. Sells, it's he all sells. over Twitter. It's been all over Twitter for two weeks. Yes, because he came up with a nickname, went to Joe Burrow and said, hey, this is the nickname I think you should use. We should put it on T-shirts and sell it for charity. And they've been doing that. That's why it's all over Twitter. It was all over before. Any, I didn't even know T-shirts were made. Yeah. No, they're out right now, according to this guy on the fan. He said uh, he's been working with Joe, with um, uh, Chase, and all of them guys. He introduced himself because he was, like, sitting on the sideline or something. All right. Um, Zach, what do you got? So I'm taking the Bengals in the first game. 37 to 34, uh, 34, cash in the over. And then I'm taking the Rams 31 to 28, also cashing the over. Over is a lock for the AFC. I didn't ask you about the Rams game, but okay. Uh, Eric? Uh, do you want me to do both games? Because I can do both games. No, just, just the AFC I one. Because okay. I have Kansas City winning 34 to 27 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, Tom? I have the Chiefs beating the Bengals, uh, thirty-eight to twenty-three. Bullshit. So, the you know the Bengals kind of struggled last week against the Titans, and playoff Patrick Mahomes is something else. Yeah, he's crazy. Uh, I'm I like weird scores. Um, Forty-two thirty-six was about as weird as they could get last week. <laughs> uh, give me Chiefs. 3922. Uh 3932. 3932. There you go. Over Next the game, Zachary. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before you go to that, I have an article here from a Cincinnati news station about the guy I was just talking about. His name is Matt Meyer. Uh the night Joe Burrow was drafted in 2020. He said, This guy's gonna be a jackpot for the city of Cincinnati. And he goes, hey, he's jackpot Joey. And then went, hey. That's a good nickname. So he hired a lawyer and trademarked the fucking name. Okay. That's why he's been selling t-shirts okay. of it. All right. 
To be fair, Trish started off that story with a guy called into the fan and said he made up the name Jackpot Joey without giving any kind of backstory to it. Yes. Yeah. It could have been me calling into the fan telling that story. Oh, I told you the guys from Cincinnati. He talked about the t-shirts. He said he was going to send some to the to the guys in the fan. <laughs> he was trying to get Boomer to wear it on the on the broadcast of the football game in uh in Kansas City. I would want that too. <laughs> Shout out to Tony for just replying to this guy on Twitter about the whole. I work with him. Oh, you work with him? Yeah, I work with him at the at the Face Off Hockey Network. That's that's the Rangers writer. He's I, I don't know if he's at the game, but one of the other writers for us or with with me is at the game, and he's probably livid right now that that goal got waved off. So Zach, what's the next game spread over under? Rams for. Uh... 49ers Rams are favored minus three and a half over under 46 that game 630 on Fox what could potentially be Troy Aikman's last game with Fox really I didn't hear yeah the talk is that he's going to be leaving to go to Amazon for the Thursday night game and Amazon's pushing hard for Al Michaels too oh that'd be great yeah which means who could step in and take Troy Aikman's spot Sean Payton Payton. yeah who just Fucked up the entire New Orleans Saints cap situation and Don Payton on Fox mm. and Drew Brees on NBC gave gave Taysom Hill a hybrid contract worth between forty and ninety mil <laughs> and then dipped. <laughs> the hell is that? Why are you changing yeah, your score like that? I did. I did change my score. Why? Why? Because I thought about it and I changed it. Okay, your change is you clearly didn't think that. What? They're just going to kick field goals? Yeah, that's exactly what I think. They're just going to kick field goals. Jimmy G is not going to have a part of this game. All right. Trish, what, what's your score prediction for the NFC Championship? My score prediction is Rams are going to win by a score of 34 to 12. Okay. Field goals Backers. only for the 49ers. No touchdowns. I said it before, but I'm going to change my score as well. But it's going to be <laughs> – it's just so that the Rams can cover it. Um, I'm taking the Rams. It's going to be a 31 to 27 game. Okay. Eric. I have the San Francisco 49ers winning 26 to 23. Niners have won six straight against the Rams. And every time that two conference championship opponents have met, they are nine. The winner of the regular season matchup is nine and two since 2014. Tom. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the Niners. Jimmy G really knows how to deal in games, and I can yeah, see that. Right. He does. He has a Forty-five and when? win percentage, seventy-one percent of the games he started, he's won. But I'm not going to get into that. Hey, hey, uh, Tom, how many but points? You can't mess with Destiny, and Destiny week? says the Rams are going. to Yeah, but Trish, how many Matt wins Stafford did they put up last left week? The Lions, <laughs> and he's going to win the Super Bowl. Give me the Rams, uh, twenty-seven, twenty-three. Tom, text me your scores. I did. Okay. Well, I'll go against the grain. San Francisco 49ers, 2-0. and Yeah, I don't blame you. Jimmy G's elite. Yeah, usually the 3-0 and is uh, the unreachable number. Usually. I'm also picking the you Niners. Think, you think oh, you did pick the Niners? The yeah, I'm picking the Niners, 26-23. Okay. All right, all right. They asked Sean McVay if the Niners were in his head. And he said, nope. Has Sean McVay beaten them in the postseason yet? No. Did you see that there are Rams fans buying tickets? I don't think they played the one year the Rams went to the Super Bowl. They didn't meet up in the playoffs. Yeah. No, but didn't they they play them the year the 49ers went to the Super Bowl? Well, they would have lost. No, I know, but I'm saying. No, they didn't. I think they've met. Rams missed some Rams missed playoffs that year. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. What's McVay's record against the 49ers? It's not, it's not it's, good. It's not good. 0 and 6. I know it's not six. good. It's 0 um, 6 in the last six. Shout out, by the way, to the Rams fans who are buying tickets and selling them to San Francisco 49ers fans. You see that? Ah, yes. <laughs> well, didn't they lift the, the restriction now? Because so many people came out and said, what is this nonsense? 
Since McVay took over the Rams, he's three and seven against the Niners. Wow. That's rough. You know what he's due? This is it. Okay. I am taking Jimmy G and them boys. I expect a enormous game from Debo Samuel. Enormous. And I have the uh, – I got the Niners winning 27-21. So, me and you were close. Yeah. So, I got to write down my score so I don't fucking forget them because mine are weird. <laughs> So 39-32 KC and 27-21 SF. So I have a rematch of the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and I have uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes walking away with another Super Bowl MVP. Just as everybody wants. Do you think I, this one's even going to be close? No. <laughs> it won't be because it'll be the Bengals. I do think <laughs> – shut up. <laughs> I do think – you're going to see some Trey Lance on Sunday in like a scat quarterback type of role. Goal line situation. That and just short yardage in general. You throw him in the back. Like they haven't used them all playoff, but you throw him in on short yardage situations. First two, first two quarters, just run with them. And then the third quarter, when they're expecting that run, you throw that pass deep downfield to Brandon Ayuk. And you just burn everybody. Especially that crybaby Jalen Ramsey. But that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy uh, Championship Sunday. We'll be back next week. A rare birthday episode. Yes, it's Eric's Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Eric. Thanks, Happy guys. birthday, Eric. We'll be back next Tuesday. We're going to be t- uh, reflecting on the championship weekend. And then, not next Friday, but the Friday after, we have the Prop Bet episode, which is my favorite episode. Best episode of the year. Um, do we usually do that on Tuesday or Friday? I think it's Friday. The... Friday, we, we make our Friday. picks, right? Yeah. Now, the other thing is that week's also the NBA trade deadline, so we're going to have a lot of stuff. Yeah, that'll be more That's... Tuesday's episode. It's going to be a fun week for us. But uh, last year, I had, I think, I'll, pull up, I'll find the spreadsheet. I had somewhere around, I think, 100 prop bets. What's the early prediction on Gatorade color, boys? I need to know the teams that are in it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the Bengals orange. Come on. Yeah. It's never red. It's It was red. Never red. Three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Purple is always a massive dog a week and a half before the game. Yeah, and then sucking the day of it makes days before. And then, yeah, last year it made a huge jump the morning yeah, of the it was game. Like plus fourteen hundred, and then it was like the favorite. Yeah, it was it was like plus like one fifty, and it wasn't even was, purple. I thought song. that was for Chiefs Niners. That might have been it. whatever. I mean, it, the fact it that it even happened was like what? People because somebody like, it's who was the water boy for the team knew sent a photo. I don't care what the number is. I like the over on the national anthem. Yeah. Who's I don't know. Oh, first song is going to be interesting. First song is going to be a good one. The halftime show for a second. Because I know you're not going to like it very much, Tony, but it looks like the best halftime show we've had in years. Zach, Jay Z and Snoop Dogg, isn't it? Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Jay Z, Dr. Dre, uh, another woman rapper from that era. No, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. It looks like the greatest halftime show. Well, you also, you also, years. you also have to consider the halftime shows of the past have appealed more to females. So you got Katy Perry, Maroon Five, Justin Timberlake. I didn't think Katy Perry was I, bad. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think, think Maroon Five was that bad. I didn't think they were bad. I'm just saying they that was. The I liked Coldplay. I'll That's tell you, the they, worst they, one I've ever seen is the Black Eyed Peas. They were pretty bad. That um, was awful. Lady Gaga was oh, good. Was it? Lady Gaga was good. Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga was, was really good. good. I didn't enjoy Bruno Mars's. No, his his was weird. The weekend was bad. I didn't like the weekend. The weekend wasn't good. No, but I I am so looking forward to this lineup. I have been on the bandwagon for a Metallica Super Bowl halftime show for God knows how long. And I know it'll never happen. Yeah, last year, I believe it was somewhere around 100 pregame prop bets. And it all starts – it, it starts hours before the kickoff. It starts with uh, the president's interview on Super Bowl Sunday. 
That's where my betting day begins. What is oh? It's, if he's gonna pick a team or not? Yeah, right? last year I cashed. I uh, had uh You know, there's bets for the puppy bowl. Of course, there's bets on everything. You had no right. I he had he would not pick a, pick a team, and that was a dog. Yeah, he's probably not gonna pick a team again this year. Yeah, it's probably. I had 82 prop bets before the game last year that I logged, spread over four different sports books. There's five minutes before halftime, and the Bucks have already put up 57 on the Knicks. Ooh. Ooh. And I got a lot of free money coming to me for exchanging credits on all my sports books. John in Italy is watching this game. John is not wasting his time watching the Knicks at five in the morning in Italy. I can tell you that much. Well, is he? Do you know that? No, I don't. We will see you Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.